What's going on out there, everybody? Happy fucking Monday morning. I'm recording this on a Sunday. Hope everybody's doing good. I'm uh, I'm chilling. Slept fairly good last night for a change. Welcome, welcome change to my sleep pattern. Uh, I was able to stay up to about 10, 15 or so watching the Tar Heels last night. They managed to pull off the victory. Uh, they beat uh, Florida A&M 56 to 24. Our young quarterback, Drake May, looked really good out there. Five touchdown passes, first time ever for a freshman quarterback at UNC. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. My buddy Matt came down yesterday. We worked on cleaning up his car. It was very dirty. And uh, he spent the night last night and tried to stay up with me and watch the game. We both ended up in bed pretty early because, you know, that's what you got to do. When you start getting old. Uh, excuse me, having a little coffee this morning. So, um, what's going on in my world? Um, went to my dad's funeral ceremony. Boy, was that fun. Just kidding, wasn't fun at all. It sucked real bad. Um, got a lot of side eye from a lot of people. Um, which was, you know pretty messed up um since how none of them have any idea especially the ones that were giving me the most side eye they have no idea uh who my dad really was or what kind of relationship i had with him or the way that he treated me um he portrayed himself a certain way um you know which was pretty ridiculous yeah one of my one of my stepsister's husbands he was uh side-eyeing me like a motherfucker which was hilarious um, I was able to overlook that pretty easily as he's a doofus and, um, I don't think he works at all still. Uh, I don't know of him ever really working much. Um, so at any rate for him to be passing judgment on me is, is laughable. Um, my dad, of course, you know, was a fucking crackhead junkie for a long fucking time. It's the reason that he had congestive heart failure. When I confronted him about that, he was very fucking pissed off. He looked at me like he would want to kill me. But, um, again, these are things that that family doesn't know a goddamn thing about my old man. And um, it was not my place to fucking tell him. So, he want to live his own life. Pretend to be somebody that, you know, reinvent himself, if you will. That's fine. I'm all for that, but it doesn't give him the right to change and treat them people better and then continue to treat me the same way that he always did, which is as a second-class citizen. He treated my friends better than he treated me. He definitely had more respect for them, um, you know, because he had resentment towards me about uh, being my mother's son, according to him. I was just like her, but she doesn't talk to me because I'm just like him, which is pretty fucking funny. Um, the oldest stepsister there who's running the show, um, now that my dad is gone and Cindy's had a stroke, um, she uh, she sent the emails and texts and stuff that talked about my dad saying that I was a, a lying, childless drunk, and I was just like my mom, and I didn't deserve to have a house or anything like that you know, given to me. I just was the little shotgun shack in the fucking mountains that I worked my ass off on a bunch of times. Um, You know, you don't have children, you don't have anybody to leave it to, and he didn't want me to have anything because he's afraid I'd leave it to my sister, 
or my mother, which is just, I mean, what you know, it's just crazy shit way to think about things like you're going to be dead and like that matters. Um, yeah, so I don't have anybody to leave any stuff, uh, anything to, and so uh, just fuck me, right? Yeah. Yeah, when I told Amber that I quit coming around because of uh, being told that my dad thought I was just a liar and a drunk and uh, all this shit, she had the audacity to look me in the face and be like, uh, you know, um, who would say that? Who, who would do that, Chris? And I just looked at her and I was like, we both know who did it, man. <laughs> I've got the emails and texts at home. You know, you're the you're the one that sent me that stuff, you know. I didn't say that last part, but I was like, we both know who. So there's that. Um, so I told them, you know, they they had they fucking had the gall to ask me about the the goddamn orange car that my dad gave me, fucking like I don't know, five years ago. Like, they are supposed to have some part of that when he died. I don't understand. It's been in my name for five years, and now the car is totaled from where I fucking had the coffee that morning and had syncope and fucking totaled the car, so I don't have the car, you know. So I don't have that to remember my dad by. I'm not sure I want anything, really. At this point, I'm pretty pissed off about the way he left things. He did it on purpose, as I know he did. He's not wasn't stupid. He knew exactly what he was doing. He was trying to create drama, you know. My nephew called me the day my dad died trying to ask me about some old hunting guns. I love how all these people are trying to take what few things I do have from my dad. And, um, you know, no one's talked about me getting anything or a copy of the will. So uh, now that I've gone to the little funeral and all, I've been advised by, you know, people that are much smarter than me about legal matters, if you catch my drift. And uh, they told me not to have any more contact with them. Um, so I guess I won't. You know, and I thought about it anyway. They want me to give these guns to, they wanted me to give like five guns to them for the grandchildren. And it's like, you realize if I did that and something happened and one of those children got hurt with one of those guns, their parents are going to come after me and try to sue me. So there's no way I would do that. I'm not giving them any fucking guns. Um, fucking ridiculous shit. And these also were given to me long before my dad ever passed away. When I talked to one of his friends at the funeral, he was like, Motherfucking, your daddy gave you those guns. I said, Yeah, that's what I thought too, but it didn't really seem to be the case. Um, so, yeah, this is all good stuff here. So, in case you're wondering what it's like growing up in the South and being poor, this is it. Because my dad did not exactly have a lot of money. He sold weed and um, he was on disability for a long time. So, it's not like he was some millionaire. And so my step-siblings and all them are trying to take every single thing my dad had because, according to my stepmother, my dad didn't have a pot to piss in when she met him. And these kids, by the way, they're all grown. You know, her children are all grown, and they have a grandfather who's you know owns like a fucking strip mall in Cary. So, I mean, they're going to be loaded soon enough because he's got to be like 90. And, uh, yeah, they're worried about little things that, you know, that were my dad's and I'm the fucking oldest kid and his only son and these stepchildren that he met at 18, 19 years old have taken over and as it always is, I guess. Um, yeah, my dad's sister came to the funeral. She wouldn't even speak to me. Uh, 
which is laughable, my cousin. It's like they don't even know who my dad really was. They have no idea what kind of man he was. And um, <laughs> if they knew, you know, that I turned out as well as I did after how I was raised and what I grew up in, you know, they might have a different perspective, but I'm not going to. Yeah, no one's going to believe me anyway because my dad has told them that I'm just a liar and a drunk and I'm nothing but Rita, and it's been fucked up. It's been fucked up, man. So, yeah, I told uh, my eldest stepsister there that I had been lonely for about three and a half years since my dad stopped talking to me. I said, you know, the last thing I ever said to him on the phone was that I loved him and that maybe I'd come take him to breakfast this week. And I said, he never called me again. I called him that day. He never called me again. Um, so for any of y'all to say that he loved me and all this shit is just ridiculous. He loved me as long as I would come and kiss his ass and do what he wanted me to do. And uh, the minute that I said anything about you know anything at all, I was just the biggest piece of shit that ever walked. And, uh, you know, Rita's son, it's all about Rita's son. So much resentment towards me for ever being born. Um the amount of times that he told me that he never wanted children and that my mother tricked tricked me into having you um, is just ridiculous. So many times I couldn't count. When I was 14, my dad fucking came to a buddy of mine's house where I spent the night because he came into town after a bender because my mom had split. And uh, he comes into town after being out of town doing cocaine all weekend with his buddies up in the mountains. First time ever, he decides to stop by where I work and pick me up and give me a ride home instead of me having to ride my bicycle. And it was the only time I'd ever called out of work. <laughs> so he came and found me at a buddy of mine's house, banged on the fucking door, told me to get my ass out there. And then on the way home, he proceeded to tell me, or, well, he told me that we were going to see if I could take an ass whipping as good as my mama. And then he took me to the house and threatened to black both my eyes. And then he beat me with a belt with 14 licks when I was 14 years old. So that's the kind of man he really was. And, um, you know, that kind of shit is uh, abuse. And I was neglected a lot. And uh, I've gone to a therapist every week for years now. And, uh, you know. They were quite proud when I stopped talking to my dad, to be honest with you, because um, he abused me and he fucking neglected me, and he made me question myself and feel like a piece of shit my whole life. So there's always a voice in the back of my head saying, it doesn't matter what you do because you're a worthless piece of shit because everything you do is wrong, and that's because that's how my dad treated me all my life. So that's what it was really like being his son, and those people don't have any idea what it was like to be his son. Um, let's see, they went by there every day to see their mom and talk about their problems. So one time I went by there and talked to my dad about 10 years ago about some problems I was having, and he told me, I don't want to hear about your fucking problems. <laughs> I have to listen to these other kids' fucking problems every single fucking day. So if you don't have something good to say, don't fucking come by here talking about your fucking problems. I don't want to hear it. And this was the one person that I thought was my closest relative that I loved. And uh, so then I stopped talking about my problems to him. And so when I would come by, anytime I would talk, I would only talk about something good that was happening. So then I got called a bragger. So all I do is brag on myself. 
So I could not win. There was a no-win situation with my dad for me, and it wasn't that way for the other kids that he adopted and took in. And Yeah. His own children, he fucking hated us because we were too much like him and too much like our mothers. Um, And so he really hated Stephanie and me both. A lot of resentment towards us because of my mother. And uh, the funeral sucked. It was a bunch of bullshit about getting saved, and Steve was saved, and he wanted everybody to get saved so they'd be in heaven, and he knew he was going to heaven, and a bunch of garbage. Um, you know, I got very little love at that place, I'll tell you. I knew that was coming, so there we are. So, anyway... I know none of that shit is funny, but I need to talk about that shit. And, um, yeah, I'm going to stop it right here for now. And I'll let you know that hopefully I've got a special guest coming in here uh, to sit and talk and uh, shoot the shit with for a little while. And um, that's my buddy Matt, Matty P. And uh, we'll get him in here in a few and see what we can uh, see if we can chat up some shit and maybe be funny or who knows what we'll come up with. But uh, anyway... I'll check in with you real soon, and I'll be right back. All right. I'm back. But turns out I'm going to be alone the rest of the time. Oh, Matty P had to get on out of here and head towards home, so I'm not going to fault him for that. We had a late night trying to step and watch the Tar Heels play. And the Tar Heels won 56-24. Kicked the shit out of uh, Florida A&M. Um, no big surprise there. Should have won that game. But the young uh, Drake May is looking good. Young quarterback. His dad was quarterback at UNC. And uh, his brother was Luke May, played basketball for the Tar Heels. And um, at any rate, the Tar Heels win. Tar Heels win. Hooray. So, yeah, the funeral was weird. It was a typical Southern funeral. Um, like I said, I've been advised not to speak to anybody else anymore, which makes perfect sense. So I won't be doing that. All right, let's see what we got here. Let's see, can we come up with something to talk about? All right, I'm pulling stuff out of my uh, little thing here. Ooh, living or dead, name five people you would invite to dinner, and what would you cook for them? Hmm. I don't fucking know. Five people, living or dead. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Let's uh, go with like somebody interesting like um, Ben Franklin, maybe? He liked to drink, and he liked French whores. So, um, <laughs> sounds like we'd probably get along good. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, ben, ben Franklin. Let's put Ben on there. What would I cook for Ben? Um, I'm sure he would enjoy a nice steak and potato. Something simple, meaty, back in the day. Maybe some cream spinach. I'd blow his fucking mind. Um, probably would never have had that back then. Oh, some garlic bread, stuff like that. It goes good with red wine. It'd make him feel good, meaty, yummy, all that good shit. What else? 
What else? Who else? Who else am I cooking for? Who else do I want to meet? Hmm. Let's think. I'd like to hang out with Dimebag Daryl, so he's dead now. So let's hang out with Dimebag. He'd be fun to hang out with, do some barbecue. Make some barbecue, baby. But I ain't going to do it Texas style for him. I'll do it English, uh, Eastern North Carolina style, that is. And uh, see what he thought about that shit right there. Even though he's from Texas, Texas, baby. I'm from North Carolina, so got to go Eastern North Carolina style. That's, that's the only way. Some coleslaw, some hush puppies, all that good shit. Vinegar-based sauce. Who else? Who else would I want to meet? Living or dead? Somebody alive? Come on, somebody alive, Chris. Let's think. Who's alive do you want to meet? Can't think of anybody right off the top of my head. Wouldn't mind meeting Ola England. Ola seems fun. He's a guitar player from Sweden. He's a YouTube personality. And I would cook him something that's better than the shit I watched him eat for lunch, which was oodles and noodles with scrambled eggs mixed in, and I about puked. I thought to myself, God damn, Ola. What are you doing, man? That's some nasty shit, bro. Some fucking chicken ramen noodles with some scrambled eggs mixed in? Oh, no, no, no. Uh-uh. I understand the egg is your protein, but get the fuck out of here. That's just gross. That's like the worst version of some type of Asian noodle I've ever heard of in my life. Sacrilegious. Sacrilegious even to a food lover like myself. Hmm, let's see. I'd like to meet Anthony Bourdain. He's dead. Why does everybody want to meet dead? Um, Anthony Bourdain. Let's go with Anthony. Now I'll probably make him breakfast. Scrambled eggs, homemade biscuits and gravy, and a slice of tomato, fresh tomato. Maybe some cheese grits on the side. I don't know. I'd do the whole damn schmeal up and do it up right. And uh, see if I couldn't make a man want to go back to bed after that. Anyway. Was that four people? One more. Let's see. I'll see if I can find somebody else that's alive I want to meet. So, uh, hmm. It's interesting. Who else would I want to meet, live or dead, and cook them and cook for them? And what would I? Number five. Let's think. Let's think, Chris. Who would you really want to meet? Oh, I don't know. Let's go with Eddie Van Halen. I know he was kind of a douche to a lot of people, but he was also supposedly really nice to a lot of people. So I'm going to go with Ed and uh, cook him some, uh, I don't know, some burgers and dogs or something. Shit, I don't know. (laughs) Make some good homemade chili for a good dog. Some good boiga. Make it up right. Do a nice buttered brioche bun or something on top of a griddle top. Nice lettuce and tomato, some sweet onion and pickles. You know, make it simple. Make it good. Use good stuff. And, um, yeah. I like to use the griddle top that my buddy Preston gave me. I like to use that on top of my grill. So it's got, I'll put real wood under it. And so it's a wood-fired griddle top. Smash your burgers out on that motherfucker. What you talking about? I think that would be good. Cold beer. Some burgers, some homemade fries, fried up in some uh, peanut oil as long as he wasn't allergic to it. But, uh, yeah, that sounds good. That's for Ed. 
Anyways, that was my little uh, pull a straw or, or pull a tag out of a hat and put something in there. But uh, at any rate, yeah, so my old man died. The family's trying to take what little stuff I got from him, and I haven't even seen a will or anything. So anyhow, that's what I got going on. Um, but I think I'm about maybe going to go take a nap. This is I'm recording this on a Sunday morning. I'll put it out probably tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe I'll go ahead and put it out today. What the fuck? What am I going to do? Like, I'm not Bill Burr. I'm not putting it out Monday morning. But um, anyways, thanks for listening, you guys. And um, go Tar Heels. And, um, you know, sometimes you just have to walk away when people are not treating you the way you deserve to be treated. It took me a long time to learn how to do that. It sucked. It was hard. But I made it through it. And um, here we are on the other side of it but again love you guys thanks for listening be sure to subscribe and um hit the notification bell and uh the like button whatever it is that you do i don't know wherever it is that you do it just uh do that thing and it'll help me out with the algorithms and um anyway i'll talk to you guys soon take it easy